to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com thanks for tuning in sluts and scholars is a sex positive shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter while we love to give advice and resources please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta Heidegger, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. And this week, I am stoked to welcome Come Curious. They're a sex-positive duo made up of Florence Barkway and Reed Amber. Starting on YouTube six years ago, now they are heralded as Britain's sex-positive stars, according to Guardian Weekend News Mag and myself. Um, <laughs> they host a podcast called Fucks Given, where they get a guest on every week to discuss all their sexual experiences from their first time to the time that made them who they are today. I love that. And today we're going to be talking about does dick size matter and how that's changed over time and also some cool porn education oral tips in some videos they did with Erica Lust. Welcome. Hi. What an introduction. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That was amazing. Your title blew me away and then you kept going and I was like, whoa, we don't do this show on our podcast. That that was that was beautiful. Well done. Yeah, maybe we should do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like fully actually introduce people like they're humans and not just be like, hey, introduce yourselves, bitches. You know, everyone does it differently and I'm always trying to like take notes from other people, but I always find it so funny. And I say this like every podcast after I read the bio, people are always like, oh, that sounded so good. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you literally wrote it and sent it to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I read it. (laughs) So I'm glad that you're supporting yourself and being like, wow, that was really good. Yeah, that was such a great piece of writing. I did. That was, that was, well, yeah, I'm very, very impressed. I almost like, well, what the fuck else do we have to say? <laughs> you said it all. It's done. Nothing. Just watch our YouTube channel. Done. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. We do YouTube. See you. Bye. <laughs> Which is great. And when I was first checking you guys out, I know I've noticed that over the years there have been a few different permutations of this video on does dick size matter, mm-hmm. which for some reason is still a fucking question. Oh, I know. Um, so I have talked about it on the podcast in passing, um, but would love to get into it with you guys with more perspective. So tell me how 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 have your perspective shifted on that over time, and I'll tell you mine too. Oh my god, the journey. Or like it has been um, a really informal and educated journey. Like, you know, when you look back at old photos of yourself and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I look like that or I wore that. Mm. That's how looking back at our first dick video feels. But yeah. we, so like, like kind of nostalgic, but not great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, why did you think that? Why did you say that? Why did you put that on the internet? Yeah, why um, did the you put it on the So right, like this is a total offsided thing but I was supposed to be on this reality show when I was younger called LA Riding Club when oh I was like a 14 year old oh my god horse riders in Los Angeles well, yeah that, that's surprising I never would have guessed that <laughs> and 14 year old riders eh Woo. sorry yeah, we'll super hot. but I was re-watching the stuff and I was like oh my god like I thought I was a cool kid and I was such a fucking bitch yeah, <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> I don't even know what I was but just re-watching it I was like oh my god so I I really resonate with looking <laughs> back and being like okay yeah. we all grow and learn we do, we do. it and change so much 
And that it's important because like, otherwise, you know, you need to do these cringy, like make mistake things to learn from it. From, mm. from doing those videos, we have learned so much and we have learned better language. And I think at the time when we made the very first video, Florence and I were just, I think we were still living together at that time yeah. and literally just putting up any discussion video without any real thought, any yeah. real research. Um, we were just putting up Almost like I don't want to say clickbaity because that came came way later. This was like we we're, we're five years old on YouTube. Yeah, over well, five years old. Obviously, um, like dick, does dick size matter? It's like one of those age old questions. And yeah. like we were we were in our early twenties back then, so like our sexual experience, and we were only just really starting our journey in like the sex positive world. Like we were literally just putting our opinions out there. We didn't really we hadn't really like spoken to anyone else. We hadn't had like informed experiences really we just we just sort of had like those sort of teenage young person's experiences and we were like pretty naive and we were just like we came on there and we were just like yeah it matters yeah I can't believe we said that like those words (laughs) actually came out of our mouths and and we had such a bad backlash in the comments that we decided to redo it and I I remember Mm. Like us, when we redid it, we were like, we should watch this video because it's been like maybe a year, maybe two years. We should watch it, see what we said. Mm. And I don't think it was as bad as we were imagining or as bad as the backlash got. Like we, what we said wasn't bad apart from the fact that we did say like, yeah, you know, like we like big dicks, which is not an acceptable thing to say for a lot of young, impressionable people on YouTube. Mm. Because it's also just not true. Yeah, it's it's not true, and we have we have discovered dick size that is beautiful and and of all different types and sizes, and I think that because we were we just weren't really expecting people to really listen to us, and like with YouTube, if you if you've got a big YouTube channel, you're seen as a celebrity, and like you know God and what you say is word, and we didn't explain that that we are just two dumb women like going through life going through journey just talking about our own personal experiences and that doesn't equate for every single opinion out there I don't think we were clear enough about that in the video but since then holy shit our our language has changed and developed and matured we now know not to say big dick does you know does matter big dick is great if you're on a one night stand like that's that's such a stupid thing to say because I've had fucking great sex with any size dick actually with no dick I've had great sex so it it, it yeah it really makes a fucking difference I I'm so glad that we've redone those videos three times <laughs> and we'll probably redo them in the future but to me it's like you said you were surprised that you said that and I think like yes it's great that things have changed and grown but like it makes so much sense because everywhere in our culture I mean this is the message mm. that people oh, yeah. are getting right like yeah ingrained in us obviously from early on with maybe no other sex education to challenge it otherwise it's like okay penis size matters and when you want to insult somebody who has a penis you say it's small Mm -hmm. you know someone drives by in a loud obnoxious car and you're like they've got a small dick yeah it's a lot overly aggressive they've got a small like it's a yeah oh they're compensating yeah. yeah exactly that's <laughs> so normal for us like people yeah. just take the piss it, like and you don't really get that with like big or small breasts no one takes the piss out of big or, I mean they, they might be like oh my gosh she's got big tits like that's amazing I was trying to put it in like gender terms of how we can relate to it well, um, I mean people do say people, people do say that like someone has like a big saggy vagina like yeah, that, that is, is true thing. yeah yeah that like big, big 
fanny flaps, which are beautiful, yeah. and we fucking love big old fanny flaps. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Fanny flaps. Yeah, fanny flaps. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is an American podcast, because um, fanny is ass in, in American speech. Oh, yeah. So, yeah um, big old vagina lips, like big old vulva. <laughs> no, I know what you meant when you said fanny, fanny yeah. flaps, and I think everyone should use that term, but yeah, I mean, it sucks to feel judged in that way, and I think, obviously, there's a movement now to be like, all vulvas are beautiful, all mm. vulvas are different, and so... Um, I think a lot of female-bodied people or women-identifying people are, like, supporting each other in that. Yeah. But it's the same I don't know if this. I see a lot of dudes supporting and, like, upholding their – literally upholding their friends being like, yeah, like, <gasps> dick size. We're cool, bud. Yeah, that's uh, What true. is that about? It's really unfair. Like, I feel like dicks get such a bad rep. And we're always like, yeah, but vaginas are so pretty, but dicks are ugly. And I just think it's so unfair because dicks are just as beautiful as vaginas, as any genitalia. Um, there is like, it's almost like very comical. There's something very comical about a dick. You know, that's what we learn to draw at school when we're fucking around. And we always that, draw like the comical, yeah. completely hairless, big old porn dick. And I, I think, especially at the time when we did that first film, we were very, mm. very impression, impressionable by porn. Still. Oh massively i think i think that's where everyone's kind of learns about dick size and even vagina size as well like it, we just all we have out there is these big cocks and it's like anything that isn't as big as what you see in porn because they are like kind of the only naked bodies that you see and you learn yeah. about that's where you what i mean porn is where people learn sex education like let's face it and like if you're not seeing like various sizes you're just gonna think think that that is like what you should be sort of aiming for and what is going to feel good and pleasurable and if you see anything less it's like well it's not really what i've seen. i don't know yeah no wonder like kids are fucked up no wonder like pe people around the world are fucked up about their body size and i remember like being ashamed of my small tits with giant nipples because every tit that i saw on porn was these big old beautiful fake boobs with tiny little nipples and i remember like being so like so horribly embarrassed about my boobs that i wouldn't take my bra off the first time i had sex and now i fucking love my boobs i'm like you're amazing why why did i not pre appreciate how beautiful you were before and mm. it is unfortunately because of porn if you're not taught that at school from your friends your family from the people around you that there are all different body sizes and they come in all different packages and shapes then you're just going to think that every single person needs a tight vagina big mm. tits and a big old fucking dick and it's not yeah. fair yeah reed how do you think you got to a place of loving your tits you know what i actually think that was probably sex work like webcamming um and ah. And and that that came on quite later as well. It was very when did I start webcamming with my? I mean, my my partners have always been very appreciative of my boobs, but you never really take it in. It doesn't matter how many times somebody could really say to you, "But you're gorgeous, you're beautiful." It doesn't matter as long as you believe it yourself. You have to have, uh, you have to have that like switching moment when you're like, "Fuck!" Like I am actually beautiful, and you know, my no one cares about my stretch marks and my spots and my scars and, um. And my, my big old titties. Um, I meant to say tig old biddies, and it just came out the normal way. That's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, webcamming uh, was probably the, the biggest one where I, I, I remember getting a lot of 
praise for my boobs and for the shape of them. And and it was a lot of like, wow, your nipples are so big. That's so hot. Your nipples are so big. And I just remember being like, big nipples are, are, are good. Like, wow, that, that was, I think that was a real eye opener. And then I was like, my tits are great. <laughs> it's funny how we need like external validation though, to learn to love our own bodies. Yeah, it takes it takes time. And it's like, mm. we can't fucking do it on ourselves. Like, I wish we could do yeah. it by ourselves. There are methods that we can do to help ourselves get to that place better. But I also think it's like to do with our age and maturity and maybe, you know, being so fucking self-conscious of ourselves and constantly living up to this high expectation of what our what we think our body is supposed to look like rather mm. than just being like, wow, this is just the shape that I am. And like this, yeah, maybe it changes here and there, but this is what I need and to love because my body is different and beautiful. And there is just so much good in our bodies that yeah. we don't. It is kind of crazy that I, f- I feel like the more I've shared my body on Instagram, the better I feel about it because I yeah. see that like there is a positive reaction to like sharing a body that doesn't conform to like stereotypes and like isn't as skinny as like everyone you see on Instagram, usually like mm-hmm. influencers, models, etc. Like it's weird that that external validation like really does like um penetrate your mind and like does make you feel happier yeah it's like an opinion you know like you can have an opinion but when you talk to your group of friends if if like more than half of them agree with your opinion that solidifies your opinion just that little bit more it's not necessarily getting like I mean I guess we could call it validation um but it's it's just sort of getting that like extra support of like yes what you think is true Mm. instead of instead of thinking like oh they're telling me I'm beautiful so I must believe it it's very much like I'm sure I'm beautiful oh they're, they're agreeing with me therefore I might be beautiful and I think that that is a that is a good thing that does come from sharing your naked body online and and with with people and with strangers (laughs) I mean, I think people like to imagine that they don't care what other people think and we're social creatures. And so this feedback, like, obviously is going to impact us. Mm -hmm. And so if you're, if you're struggling with the feedback you're getting, I think the key to it is like community, you know, finding community that does like and appreciate what you're putting out there and and supports you and like lifts you up. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm so immature because when uh, Florence said penetrated, I was like laughing. <laughs> I saw, I was just like, penetrated. Penetrate your mind. mind. <laughs> okay, so if you have a penis of any size, like how can we, how can we start changing that narrative and like be the community of people to say that like it's fine and you can still have pleasure with your partner? I think it's kind of just about being open about sizes and like um I guess porn needs to change that's like I think a big step like I we need to see more variety when it comes to sizes more like diversity when it comes to bodies as well and like races and everything mm-hmm. um but it is I think it is just about having like conversations and communicating with partners more freely and um kind of stepping away from those sort of perceived um stereotypes I guess um and I guess following the right the right people in the right bubbles the right clou- crowds yeah I, th- um, I think if people are having issues if you're if you're with somebody like physically and there are sex issues that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your genitals it could be mm-hmm. a connection and I think we're so caught up about our genitals and what they look like and how they perform that nobody really talks about it it's like we're just supposed to know 
And mm. I think that's really destructive for people that do think they have a, a, a small penis instead of just like jumping in and being like, right, okay, like, I just want to learn everything good about your body and make you feel pleasure and make me feel pleasure. And let's be open and honest about everything. Any one of my insecurities, as well as any one of my, you know, fantasies or desires. And that's a real healthy way to start loving your body, no matter what size it is. Mm. It's because you can give the most incredible pleasure. Like even if you don't have a dick, like say you have literally nothing there no sexual genitals that like you have the rest of your body to enjoy somebody with and I think as well if if people are funny about it then it's not it's not like hating on them because it just comes from a lack of knowledge and communication and understanding and that we're just so caught up on on like you know on media and porn and and in films all talking about dick sizes or sizes of any kind it's yeah yeah it's it's, it is damaging it really fucks us up yeah we need to stop like comparing people and like say like those comments like oh he's really compensating there like we need we need to stop really stop that language and stop like basically just any language when it comes to people's genitals that are like used used in yeah or bodies like used in another way because like I know that in my experience it is definitely not down to size when sex feels good it's to do with like finding the right fit and like the look in like the look in the key situation the The best phrase ever literally because I like I've had like loads of I have big dicks and they've not felt great and then you have like a different size dick and it's like oh this is like better than like any any other dick that I've like experienced and it's literally just like your the in like your, the right exactly your vagina is um a different completely, size exactly it, we're all different sizes so that like all sizes are gonna be like right for certain people and not for certain others yeah. And some people don't know that their vagina changes throughout the month. And mm, so yes. what maybe feels like a certain fit at one time might feel like a different fit at other times. And yeah. I think this goodness of, goodness of fit thing is so interesting because what we praise culturally for men is like the big dick. And then what we praise for people with vaginas is the tightness. Yeah, But everyone I know who is tight, a.k.a they might be struggling with like a hypertonic pelvic floor and having vaginal pain. Mm. They don't want a fucking big dick. Yeah, but, and so, yes, or you just no. get fucking like beat like bacterial vaginosis or thrush if you do. And like, there are so many more complications. There's, there's, there's a lot to be said for, um, wow. Just, just vagina sizes. Like, yeah. I, like mine, I feel like mine is, is not wide, but it's like, it could, well, actually, fuck it. You know what? You're right. It's all about um, like where you are on your cycle because I've got a low cervix anyway. So, like sometimes, ha- like sometimes a dick does hurt, and sometimes, like if you get something that's a, a bit bigger on size, like uh, the amount of times with my ex, I just got so much, so many issues, and like I'd get bleeding and tearing and fucking um, thrush and BV and anything like that, and it just that that was a real time where I was like obsessed with the idea of big dick until I was in a relationship with one. And I was like, Oh, that's not what my vagina wants. Like, yeah, that's what my mind thinks it wants. But my Mm. vagina was literally screaming for me to say no. So it's, it's listening to your body as well. And Oh, 100%. We do get caught up on that. We're guilty of it. And it's okay to be guilty of it. Being like, Oh my God, what the first thing I want to know when a friend has slept with somebody is what, what was it like? 
what was the sites like tell me about it it. but it's not coming from a place of I want to know I want to know how big it was and how much it destroyed you I want to know how comfortable it was and how how a nice experience it was it's kind of weird like I've had like experiences recently where um I'm actually guilty of it when someone asked me no someone's told me that they saw someone naked that I knew and I immediately asked how big his dick was (laughs) I was like what the fuck and then like ourselves and then and then like when people because I saw that play Equus that Harry Potter was in naked like whenever that comes up in conversation everyone's like oh how big was it? How big was his dick? Daniel Radcliffe's dick. <laughs> so how how big was it though? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Well, he was know, but like even that question, like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what is big? It's and what what does that it's even mean? Different to everyone. Like, big could be like average to someone else. It could be small to someone else. Like, it changes. We all have like a different opinion on what is a big dick as well. Mm, it's like Goldilocks and the three dicks, you know? We we just got to find the one that's just right. <laughs> yeah, but and on the flip side, like, I feel like for any gender, there's this, like, happy medium that's preferred. And so you, you can't, you either have to be, like, like, you can't be too tight mm-hmm. to where, like, nothing fits because then you feel ashamed that you can't maybe have penetration. Mm-hmm. Or you can't be too, quote-unquote, loose whatever that means, because then you're a slut. Mm. And then for guys, you can't be too small because then you're not a man mm-hmm. or you can't be too big because then you're just like fetishized or racialized. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's averages. You know, if we're talking about average sizes, we're, we're looking at it from like a sliding scale, which it is, but there is an average that people have to adhere to. You think about like insertable sex toys, they are all generally the same sort of size because generally speaking, women are the same sort of size in like a wider scale. Um, And it's the same with like, when we talk about average penis size, it it differs from country to country, but it's all around sort of like five inches, that area. Um, And that's because like, that's just how humans are made. It's like, it's like fucking, you know, height. Uh, how tall people are and just like in any relationship sometimes sometimes the goodness of fit isn't there and you Mm. may have to find creative ways to to make that work and so like if you really are you know struggling with the fit um if if the person that you're with is like really wanting to feel full meaning like maybe they're wanting like girthier or longer and it may have nothing to do with your penis size they just like want more yeah um there like are toys and things that you can use to to extend and expand mm. um and like put yourself into or add another sex toy in there so that yeah. they feel full like there's to me the size is just a conversation starter to like, what do you actually like and how yeah. can you make that happen? Yeah. Not like you can't give me what I like. So you suck. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, yeah. quite a lot of the time it's all in your mind as well. There's so many things that you fantasize about that in reality, you wouldn't actually like. Definitely well. not. And I think like, big, big dicks are that is that, is that basically. It literally is that. It's like, I want to get my gates smashed in so much that I bleed, but that can't fucking happen. Like, that, that's just not sustainable. It my vagina will just literally get up and walk the fuck out. It, it doesn't want to play like that. Okay, so if you have, like, a huge dick, don't hit up Reed, but there are people out there who like that, so yeah, hit them up. exactly. Yeah. Oh, my Everyone. God, yeah. Everyone has a different preference. Yeah. yeah. 
or do some other stuff besides penetration because I personally find penetration to be like the least, I don't want to say the least enjoyable, but like almost the least important part Mm. for me. And so as we talked about at the beginning, one other thing that you all have spoken about, even in a porn education film is, is oral. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Okay. So everybody get out your, your bananas, your cucumbers, or for a smaller model, your, your lip balms. Um, (laughs) And uh, what would you, what could we use as a as a vulva? Hold on, oh, a vulva. Because uh, uh, not everyone has a three D model a, at home, orange? like me. Yeah, like an we orange, do. Cut, an orange, oh, cut, cut an orange in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like Great. grapefruit or anything like that. Or Reed was holding up like a finger puppet. So yeah. like, yeah. So like, if you just if you put your thumb and your index finger together, I mean, it kind of looks a bit more like an anus than anything. But um, that's also <laughs> okay. well. It's good to eat ass too, everybody. Yeah. Maybe not right now during COVID with strangers, but like no. you know, live fast, <laughs> eat ass. <laughs> live well, fast, look, eat ass. That, that looks quite you know vaginary. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. So everyone yeah. pause and get out your prosthetic genitals. <laughs> okay. So let's, should we talk about BJ's first or eating pussy? Uh, let's blow. Uh, I mean, we, our, our first film was the blowjob one. So I feel like yeah. we should talk about blowjobs. Okay. I mean, we, so I learned how to give blowjobs from um, a, a couple decades old film from the fabulous Nina Hartley and mm-hmm. definitely listen to her episodes with us. She's a awesome and a, and a dear friend, but um, that's how I learned at the like beginning of high school with friends. Um, my how, how old, my, this? my sister's babysitter gifted it to me for my birthday. <gasps> oh my God. Oh. Sick one. Wait, so how, how old were you? What was the age? Sorry. Um, like 15. Yeah. 14. God, nice. she sounds amazing. She was great. And so I think it was, it was either DVD or VHS. And so <laughs> we had that and we sat at home with our bananas and practiced and it was so wonderfully done. Ooh. I mean, I think it's a little harder to get your hands on now. So yours is maybe a little more accessible, but yeah. like, I'd be curious, like, have things changed? Like what were some of the stuff you talked about in the film? Like, mm. well, what, let us have it. what did you learn in the, in the first one? How do we know if it was different? Cause we didn't yeah. see it. I mean, it could have been amazing. Um, okay. I think the main takeaways would be always use your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always. That's so funny. <laughs> um, feel empowered that this person is trusting you to put their prized possession into an orifice of yours that has sharp teeth. Oh, this is a happy story. Wait. And is that you're, in char- like you're in charge, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think... I think another takeaway is that there like are some maybe go-tos that lots of people like, but it's also about figuring out what each person likes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are some really, points. really good tips. Like they almost sound quite modern for a film back then. I learned yeah. jobs by like literally like, you know, the commercial hardcore porn where it's girl on her knees. Oh. Yeah. Big dick shoving down her throat, like mascara running down her eyes, dick slapping on the face. I was like terrified mm. of giving blowjobs when I was a teenager. Like I remember being with my first boyfriend and I, I knew he really wanted one. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And he used to go down with me like, all the time. Okay, so I, don't <laughs> I don't want to be crying, mascara. <laughs> it looks horrible. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, it was probably really bad bad the first time I gave a blowjob but we didn't have our video and we didn't have the Nina Hartley video but yeah. um yeah but then so 
we we did we created our own um explicit blowjob tutorial video for erica loss x confessions it was the first like porn film that we made together and i guess like the tips that we we went quite specific with the tips in our video didn't we Mm -hmm. um like it, we we spoke about everything from like the washing machine technique, like with your tongue when you like um, swivel your tongue like around the head of the penis when you're still kind of taking it in and out of your mouth, um, and that's something that I know that all my sexual partners enjoy a lot. Um, all right, so everyone try that on your thing that you're practicing on. Mm-hmm. So when you're starting to put it in your mouth, you're putting your tongue in a clockwise shape well yeah or it could be yeah it could well, be counterclockwise either clockwise. way just like circle that head with your tongue while it's in your yeah. mouth they go fucking wild oh wild they're like what the hell are you doing yeah <laughs> yeah but then also we have to bear in mind that it, we do blowjobs are different whether or not you're circumcised or uncircumcised and oh, because true. because dick dicks well i mean all dicks are have different sensitivities it's just like all vaginas Mm. and clitorises so so for some guys that might be too much and yes it's a fun move to do and it's really exciting and and you mostly get a positive reaction but some people might find it like a bit too sensitive exactly like if you know my clitoris hood was pulled back and someone was like licking it continuously yeah, yeah. That, that and you're like you're like huh, 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 like, like jolting <laughs> and you're like i can't like this huh. or if it's painful yeah and you're just like okay whoa put the skin back boy like please just suck just suck, near suck, it. suck on my clit hood yeah suck on my clit hood. and and it's the same with my partner he prefers having a blowjob with his foreskin over and yes like sometimes i pull it back because uh, i mean i I love a false skin. Actually, I love all penises. I can't can't say that. Um, and yeah, doing the washing machine trick, I have to do that at the very towards the very end of the blowjob. So mm. before when it's not as sensitive. Yeah, when it's not as sensitive, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes in like levels. Yeah. What? So maybe the key to a good blowjob then is to make sure that the person you're doing it with is able to say what they like and what they don't like. Oh my god, yeah. that is a game changer like people need to communicate and I feel like sometimes people don't want to say because they don't want to make you feel like you're not doing a good job because like obviously they're probably enjoying everything that you're doing down there but there'll be some times where they're like oh mix it up a little bit I love being told like to change things up when I'm giving a bow job because I want to give them the best experience ever so like pointed Lawrence, what are some ways that you like to hear feedback like what would be a way you wouldn't want to hear it and what would be a way you would want to hear it like for me i wouldn't want to hear it by someone just forcing my head down oh. unless that's like part of the kink thing and i'm like trying to get choked yeah which is like sure that's fun but not just like this is what i want you to do and we didn't talk about this yeah first time blowjob and he's like ramming it down your throat like take it bitch you're not like, the feedback oh. i want but like what feedback works for you to hear where you're like oh i want to do that yeah maybe when someone's just like oh use your hands as well or or can you take it can you take it deeper or kind of just like small little kind suggestions basically Play the balls. Play the balls. <laughs> Yeah, play with the balls. Play the balls. <laughs> no, no. <Play> balls. <laughs> or like, just use your hands quickly, and I don't know, just like a- anything that's like a suggestion. Basically, I find like I'm really receptive of that, and I'm never mm-hmm. like that. I never take that in a negative way. Yeah, positive reinforcement, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I love it when you do that. 
Yeah. So instead of thinking that you're doing it wrong because you're getting feedback, I try to encourage people to like think that this person trusts and cares about you so much that they're willing to like tell you what they want. Yeah, exactly. And trust you with that. Yeah, I think what you said as well, like reinforcing like the positives as well is really important when you're receiving feedback and like suggestions like that. You want to hear like, oh my God, that feels so good. And then if they're like, change it up, then then you're like, okay, that felt amazing. So I'm just going to try this next technique now. And that's, that's cool as well. I'm on, I'm on the other end. Like I like asking, I ask Mm. a lot of questions during sex, but that's, you know, like that's, what I like doing and that's where I I have the confidence to do that and I I implore people if somebody's quiet in bed ask them because asking it doesn't ruin the mood it it, I mean I always ask I'm like do you like your balls being played Mm. with do you like you know a hard blowjob a soft blowjob and a lot of people are like oh no you know I don't really like talking I just want to get in the mix and you know my partner he'll just literally be like oh just just do what you're doing just just carry on whatever you're doing you do Mm. which is nice to hear as well um, but I, I, I like that direction and, and especially if they're not responding in the way that you're expecting, if they're quiet, if they're, um, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit nervous, if they're shaking yeah. or shuddering, you know, ask them like, are you, are you doing this? Giving, like, double giving check oral should be a collaborative experience, really. Like you're both partaking in yeah. it. So like the person that's receiving should be giving you like feedback of some sort, whether that's with some sort of like pleasurable moans or like tensing of their muscles in some sort of way, but it should be this like back and forth so that you both know that you're be- both getting something out of it. Cause it would be really shit to know that like, like you gave a blowjob that they weren't really enjoying. Like you, you like what? Like that would just be the worst. Yeah, I think once you get into the like the once you get to know somebody and know their body, it's easier to not really ask questions and not having to do that feedback. But it's mm. always nice to check in, even if you've been together yeah. years and years and years. Oh yeah, because people change and blowjobs change and oral changes and you know people like different things so like we're we're always down for a check-in that just just makes good sex in general I try to think of the I call it the shit sandwich technique when you're like giving somebody <laughs> feedback and I don't mean like yeah you need to shit on them um <laughs> I mean, if you want to yeah. you know maybe that for you that makes a good blowjob um but it's like you put the shit in the middle and then you like put the the positive parts on that on the other side so when you're giving feedback start with like a compliment like I love seeing you down there with your mouth on my cock um and I would Mm -hmm. love it if you also played with my balls while you were doing it like it's I feel so sexy when you um yeah when you hear my feedback yeah (laughs) (laughs) well like yeah, they're just like oh, that was almost like too therapist sounding, which like is what I am. But like, find your yeah. I mean, that, I think that's sandwich. a really good one. I think yeah. what you said was really, really awesome. Because I think like when it comes down to it, everything about sex is to do with communication. If you're gonna have good sex and you're gonna be communicating, like that's when you're when you're not having good sex, it's because you're not talking. Mm. Why do people think it ruins the mood to talk? You think? I think maybe that I feel like it's when you're in your own head and you're trying really hard mm-hmm. to concentrate on sex or you're thinking about other stuff. So talking can bring people out of the moment, especially if their mind isn't necessarily focused on what they're doing, which can happen. It doesn't mean to say that they're not into you or not into the situation. Maybe they've got some shit going on in their minds. They were stressed at work. Um, but I think some people don't like 
hearing talking because it takes yeah. them out the moment they can't get back in or able to like talk themselves like we, we've been talking about dirty talk a lot um and it there's there's mm-hmm. a lot down to like confidence and whether you're in the moment or whether or not you feel self-conscious or what you know what yeah. what else is going on because good sex and having a good connection between someone you know talking shouldn't disturb it literally you could like have a bad accident and have accidental accidental anal and it shouldn't ruin mm. the whole sexual experience you could have a really awkward moment if if you guys connect and work well then you can i wonder pretty if it much get comes anything. down to the fact that people are still ashamed of talking about sex and that sex is still a taboo and that probably filters down into being able to communicate openly with partners about it because obviously like we all find it like really easy to talk about these things during sex but that's because we talk about it almost every day for a living like this is our job like we talk about yeah so like what you don't talk about sex weird that way they really like blows us away like you don't want to talk about how to how to give you a blowjob like huh wait let me teach you yeah so I think like it probably comes down to like opening up the conversation in general for people to to really get into like talking and communicating well you just gotta make it cool you just gotta be like talking about sex it's cool it's fun and because I'm doing it and showing you what a good time we can have by talking about it then you should be able to do that and pass it along for your other partners like it's all about it's all about like trying to benefit everybody's Mm. sex not just your own like if they're not good in bed if they're not communicating well teach them talk to them tell them Mm -hmm. you know find out why um, and we shouldn't shouldn't be afraid of that. Like you should be teaching them to be able to pleasure more people in the future rather than just for your own selfish selfish needs. <laughs> I also think that people like have this fantasy of the sexual psychic mm-hmm. where they're like expecting their oh, partner to oh God, yeah, like yeah. if you cared about me, if you were paying attention to my body, which I think it's good to be receptive and pay attention to physical cues as well, um, and to get to know your partner's body, but like People think that if you don't, that you either don't care or aren't paying attention mm. or that there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. Um, I, I'm so I, guilty and, and of that as well. it's just not the case. It's like... Yeah, don't do this thing that I like because just because yeah, I like exactly. it. I want you to want to like it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's where porn is. That's fantasy because in our minds, it is so fucking perfect how we fantasize and masturbate and and come to and the person that we're with or the thing that we're with or the situation that we're in it is it is just well it's it's as perfect as you can possibly make it in your head and real life isn't like that real life has mistakes and complications and and yeah like it would be amazing if you could read my mind and know exactly what I want but that's just not reality that isn't real that's like a porn situation and think about how many times you've masturbated to porn and you still have to click through the videos because you're like no don't like that no that's turned me yeah. off no oh I don't want to come to that and that's just what it's like to yeah. the longest oh. part of masturbating is finding the what can I come you want? To? find the best bit like okay hold it hold it is this good no 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 hold it and then you're like oh I Busted my nut to the wrong thing. Oh, it's like an advert on the side by you. Like, well, that'll do. <laughs> well, I don't want to be like the world where we don't uh, spend enough time on oral yeah. sex on vaginas and vulvas. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> 
fuck the penises. Let's make the transition. And I want this to be like a mirrored thing of not having to end in sex on penetration. So like you can end on oral and that's enough. Um, so, so let's talk oh, about my favorite um, eating pussy. in the world. Eating pussy. Is it? So I, sadly, it. I have not seen a Nina Hartley's guide to eating pussy. Um, so I don't have things to tell you, but what would, what do you think your like top things would be? I mean, I want mm. everyone to watch the Erica Lust stuffs yeah, and, I mean, and pay for it. We, um, we had, oh my God, we were so lucky part. when we were doing that porn film because we had this amazing, um, performer, Kenneth Play, who, um, actually like is kind of like a professional, like sex, expert on going down on women. Like that is his job. He's a professional pussyter. Like he does training on like how to make women squirt and like give women like the best orgasms. Um, so we had like combined with like what we usually teach, like and him, we hopefully put together like like the most awesome cunnilingus tips. Um, yeah, he was good. He we re- we really liked. Well, we loved working with both of our um, mm. sex workers, our porn performers. Um, they were just they were a good team, and we believe in an ethical porn set. We believe it's not just you're not there to film a film and make money. You're there to have a good experience and everyone to be in it together and have this kind of like family atmosphere, so that if you do feel uncomfortable, you can talk to us openly and honestly. And it's not like you have to be there to perform mm. and unenjoy yourself. Um, yeah. Said to Blake, who was a beautiful female, saying you know, if, if you can come, that would be amazing. But if you don't come, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we want you right. to feel good and comfortable. And, and amazingly she squirted, yeah. which was like fucking madness. With all the pressures of being um, on camera as well. She, <laughs> she, she actually said to us that she was just like, I'm not sure that will come. Cause I don't usually actually come like when we're filming. Um, so yeah. the tips. Interesting. And she didn't have a literal orgasm, but definitely. Like what I was going to say was like the warm up tips were kind of like, I mean, the most important thing when you're like starting oral is like not to go straight in, like really full on and like really warm up um, the, the whole body actually, not just the vulva. Like I think it's good to sort of caress other parts of the body, maybe like the breasts or like kiss down the stomach, the thighs, like teasing is like such an important thing it really gets you like warmed up and then like by the time they actually end up touching and like like licking your clit yeah like yeah exactly for a lot of women um it's so like mental it's so down to what your mind is comfortable with mm. that like i find it really hard to come from it's been it's been a while since I've had oral. Actually, I did get my clip touched oh, last lovely. night, which is real nice. But I know, I know, which is crazy because like, my partner and I've been together for six and a half years, so sex is like few and far between. I'm like, oh my god, he's going down there. Oh wait, no, he just licked my clip <laughs> once and he's back up. But that's fine. <laughs> Um, i think it's important for people to know that just because we do this for a living doesn't mean we're all having so true thank you like that like i 
don't get sex on upon the regs, especially in lockdown. I was like, oh my God, we're locked down. Like we could have sex once a week. And then it was like, no, no, it just doesn't work like that. Anyway, back to looking clits. Like I, I, I have to be so mentally comfortable and out of my head. And a lot of the time I'm constantly thinking like, oh, does my pussy smell? What does it look like? Have I got toilet paper down oh, there? What's my pubes doing? And that can just stop me. Yeah, stop me instantly from enjoying oral. It took me so long. I don't, I think the only person to really ever make me come from oral was my ex. And that was just because he just kept going and he, and he made it possible. And I did feel comfortable and it was like, it, yeah, it, even now I'm still, I, it's still such a weird area for me, even though I, I still feel comfortable and confident with my pussy. I'm still in my head about thinking, oh, you know, they've been down there for ages and I'm not going to come and therefore they're going to think they're shit at eating me out because I'm not coming, which is such a bad mentality to have. We have some really good tips and advice to get you Actually, out of your mind and back in your body. recently when someone was going down to down on me like it was so intense and so pleasurable but like I kept getting into my mind a bit and I like wanted to really focus so that I because I wanted an orgasm um and so I just started these like um big breaths as well like whilst whilst he was still going down me and like it really got me back into the pleasure and like out of my mind and like basically ended up having like the best orgasm from this oral because I'd like I was fully breathing and I was fully like in my body and the breaths weren't like not just like normal breathing like you really do have to like suck it in like and really like feel it from like the base of your stomach like really notice your body and like I guess like the wash of like oxygen to your body just like makes the orgasm like 10 times better yeah, a lot of people think, yes. like, a lot of people instinctively hold their breath mm-hmm. during yeah. times instead of breathing because it's almost like they're trying to like squeeze it out yeah. or like, like, like they're constipated. I think that's yeah. true also that's, for when um, like you think you're going to orgasm. We automatically like squeeze our muscles in because we think that's like, ha- like because I guess we're holding in, um, we're so used to holding like we in, we're, we're used to like holding in our muscles when we're exercising. So it's really hard to actually like push out and release. And like, if you want to go for like a squirting yeah. experience, like it's all about learning to stop pulling the orgasm in, but actually pushing it out, which can make the orgasm a mm. lot more in, in, intense and, and extreme. I liked what you said about like warming up the whole body. Cause I think for me, most sex play stuff, like genital mm-hmm. touching is like my least favorite part almost because I want it to like build to that point yeah. where I like really want it to happen as opposed to having yeah. to be like, Oh, can you wait a little longer? Like, can you take a little more time? Yeah. I mean, I do you ever get like, for me, for when someone like kisses my neck or sort of like breathes bites on my neck or like my ear, sometimes I have this like nerve, this feeling, this like shiver that literally just goes down into my genitals. So it really does not have to start um, at the vulva at all. Like it can start like all the way up where your ears are and also guys have that too my partner like his his neck is his, i swear to god i could just nibble on his neck and he could yeah kind of oh my god it's so shit. good neck neck nibbling mm. so we should we shouldn't call it oral we should just call it like full body pleasure i don't know we gotta have like a better word for it but there's something i would be the same with like you fucking if you 
touch my feet. If you like eat my feet, I am fucking down. I'm there. I'm all over that shit. Like that, that is probably my, my neck to you, Florence. Like yeah, my feet is yeah. your neck. <laughs> okay. So maybe some good things to ask a partner then as you're practicing talking about sex would be like, mm-hmm. um, do you like oral? Um, what does the oral look like that you like? Mm. Um, do you ever feel self-conscious that it's like taking a long time? And like, how mm. do I know when you want me to, to stop? Um, do you like to orgasm yeah. during oral or do you just like it to be part of like the warm up? Yeah, Cause it can be play? really frustrating when um, someone like you're like just about to orgasm or something and they're like, Hey, I'm coming up now. Ready? We to talk about nipples as well like the way to come but the way that I come with oral mm-hmm. is through nipple play I feel like I reach my orgasm so much quicker if somebody is playing with my nipples and stroking my nipples and, and we've both oh, had yeah. nipple orgasm that's like a whole like, I could literally leave the oral you oh, play with my God, nipples so and I'm good. fucking and done nipple like, play is for all genders yeah. all genders oh. yeah also like going back to the oral tips like i think it would be bad not to mention this i think like um including fingers once um you're wet and like warmed up is so important during oral it takes the it takes it to like a whole new level for me i I know that this is not going to be the same for anyone for everyone because not everyone like really enjoys penetration but if it's someone that enjoys penetration fingers at the same time as oral sex is a game changer and with the come hither moments movement even um it's just like Oh my god, you would go to heaven and back. Yeah, my pussy wants something to suck on when it's enjoying yes. it. Like it enjoys that, like that pleasure, and it, you yeah. know, if if not fingers, yeah. then joy. Yeah, I love that. Something to suck on. Yeah, <laughs> I come so much quicker if it's got got what it's, yeah. if it's got its fill. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't love a lot? Kenneth also did this amazing on. technique with his knuckles, where he sort of like rolled his knuckles over the clitoris and like the opening oh, of the yeah. um, vagina and it oh I, I don't know like it just looking at it like makes your clip feel good yeah I mean we're just, like very <laughs> yeah. lubed up here we 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 do think that like the wetter the better you know if if oral if you're nervous about oral and you're not getting your lubricant like get the lubes out get the oil out you know use your hands it's wetter is good I mean I like a very tidy oral because I'm just like lazy about clean up and I don't want to line that wet patch but yeah you, you got to be a little bit moist at least mm, yeah, yeah. Gotta get a little pot yeah pass, exactly yeah you know like for the dogs so good easy cleanup (laughs) just lay it down and you know um okay so if you want a visual representation of this um obviously check out the films with erica lust check out the stuff by kenneth play um uh one of my previous guests ashley manta also has a good hand sex one so that's good for maybe like the warm-up before Mm -hmm. you just start going for jabbing motions um how can people follow what you're doing and watch your other videos and so stay, yeah, yeah, we're on stay YouTube uh, with under Come Curious C O M E Curious. I, I was gonna, I was gonna lead oh, it on oh, to you, Reed, but, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's so weird because we obviously po- like host a podcast, so being on like, podcast, we're like very unsure about this. Like, who says what? We've got yeah. a very good format. I mean, and on yes, top of that, please. please listen to our podcast, Fucks Given. Um, you can find us 
pretty much on all social media under the at sign come curious as well as our personal ones which is read amber x mm-hmm. and florence bark and yeah please watch our youtube videos and listen to our podcast yeah. Fox given where we get the, guests um, in to talk about sex pretty much just Making, yeah, making the, the uh, Erica Lost films are called Tips and Tricks. So there's like two. So there's Tips and Tricks for Sucking Dicks and Tips and Tricks for Licking Clits. Well, thank you so much for joining. I'm, I'm so yeah. glad to finally virtually meet you too. And hopefully we'll, we will get to reconvene somewhere in the world. Oh, um, yeah. If you want to... F- Yes, at some point. Um, if you want to follow what I'm doing, I'm on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars, and please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks so much. Amazing.